0: Welcome back to another Courtney Nolan, the podcast episode. Today, I have the beautiful Sophie with me and we're going to be talking, you know what, a bit of everything. I think it's going to be very women's empowerment, very just inspirational stuff that we've both had come up and yeah, I think Sophie is the perfect person to chat about. So Sophie, I'm going to pass straight to you, you tell tell everyone a little bit about you. Amazing. Thanks so much for having me too. I'm
1: so excited to be on here. Um, So I'm Sophie and I am a women's sensuality and embodiment photographer that specializes in boudoir experiences for women to help them connect to their sensuality, which then also connects them to their power so they can step into their lives feeling their most embodied, powerful, liberated, free to express whoever they are and just feel confident in doing that. And so the experiences that I run are just, they're unreal. Like it's so hard to be able to put it into words without actually feeling it and going through the experience. But they just light this fire in women and it lights a fire in me. And that's why I just want to continue doing this work for as long as I'm a goddamn woman on this planet, because it's just... It's unreal. And once you start seeing it and experiencing it, it, it becomes like this drug almost. <laughs> and yeah. you just become addicted to being seeing women in their power and feeling the healing that comes with that at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I guess that's me in a nutshell in the work that I do. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm a very multi-passionate, passionate human so I've got so many other things that I guess make up me as a person but um yeah when it comes down to my photography business it's it's all
0: for the women so just before um we started recording. We started to talk about a dance class that you went to yesterday and I'd seen this on your stories too. And I said to my husband, I was like, I am so excited that I get to talk to you today about it because you were just like, you were brimming with all (laughs) of the good energy that like, I just think is so incredibly feminine. And it's like, it's like that feeling when you start to unlock something that that's like, oh, like this was here all along how did I not know this was still a part of me? And how do I access that? Like, I know from like, a um, in the last sort of 12 months that I've started my business. And before that I was heavily in my masculine and everything was so suppressed, like being in, um, a masculine environment and working as a police officer, like everything is, is all masculine. And I remember like having that pivotal moment after a Yoni massage and was like, oh my goodness, like this is not how I'm supposed to be. Like there is so many other ways that I can live and express myself that is just so much more genuine to how Mm -hmm. I truly want to be. I don't have to be in this like cargo pants and wearing a gun to be like impactful and powerful. And especially as a woman, like my power is completely the opposite to that. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have to be like in that like really abrasive over sort of like dominating environment and have since then like really stepped back into definitely a wild woman sense but like connecting with stuff like dance like meditation all those other things that I'm like oh these things just bring me more to life and I saw that in your stories yesterday (laughs) I was like oh I know you have been sipping the kool-aid of this I know exactly what (laughs) this feels like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, I know I can't wait to talk to you about it. So tell me what made you want to like try a dance class and tell me all about it? Uh, so dancing for me was
1: a huge part of my life when I was younger. I started when I was six years old and danced out of school until I was seventeen. Um, and for me, it consumed a lot of my life in a good way but I guess there was also that kind of side from when I was younger where that was a lot of where my wounds came from was in that dance space like I wasn't a a ballerina I had a bigger framed body I was tiny I was so small but I had a bigger framed body compared to the ballerinas and there was just there was so much pain from I guess my life as a young dancer that's kind of carried through with me into my adult years and I I guess I disconnected from dance for a really long time and so when I was younger and I was dancing I was scared to feel emotion I was scared to show emotion in my dance it was very much like a this is this Mm -hmm. is the move you do the move that way and that's the only way you do it you do not let what's inside come out because that felt so scary so scary to let that be seen and I remember I was training for a performance over in Macau for like an international dance festival and I was like the leader of the sexy group and I remember when I was in grade god it was like grade 12 and my dance teacher told me I wasn't sexy enough and that just like
0: my goodness
1: completely just holy moly I'm not sexy enough and that didn't make me want to be sexier that just blocked me off even more right yeah and so I think from that age I just had this fear around moving with that liberation and that freedom and that sensuality um, because of moments like that when I was younger Um, but I guess it's kind of dances always come in and out of my life at different times in my life. And I just I knew that something was missing in me the last few mm-hmm. months. Um, really the last God, probably year or two, I realized that there was something missing. And I've been putting like you know, when you know what you need, but you almost yeah. are self-sabotaging yourself because yes you think that you can't give yourself that and it's almost like scary to give yourself that because if you do then everything kind of opens up again yeah and when you've been in like a, a hole or a cave opening everything back up again and seeing all that light as beautiful as you know it is it's also really quite daunting when you've been in darkness for so long yeah and so I just, I knew that I needed to shift. I I knew that something needed to happen and that dance was the answer. And walking into that class last night, just, I think it ignited the passion in myself that I see in other women when I do my experiences. Mm -hmm. And I've always known this, but, you know, it's like when you, when, you know, you're a sex educator and you know what, you're preaching to other people, but sometimes you don't give that to yourself for maybe, I don't know, maybe triggers or your own factors in life that happen because we're human and life is crazy.
0: But It's funny you mention that because it is definitely. So I do the sex educating and I business coach sex educators as well. And part of the thing that comes up is about how our relationships are even though we speak and we educate and we coach on relationships, it's like you talk about it because you know it. And the real, I think the finer part is like integrating it. So it's Mm -hmm. like how you actually do that. Like sometimes like my husband will ask me like, you know, what's wrong with, oh, fine. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, fuck, like I'm not fine. (laughs) Something has pissed me off. What is it? But it'll be like that thing because like I think that's like what you're talking about, like that. Um, kind of like self-sabotage and that like protective Mm -hmm. mechanism where it's like, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to go with this. Even though I know better and I coach to be better, and like this is something that comes up with everyone all the time. I think it's just like the fact that we can't be 100% all the time. Yeah. But for a multitude of different reasons, like Mm -hmm. totally get that.
1: Yeah. And so um, I just... I knew what I needed and I I gave it to myself and seeing that spark come back like looking at myself in the mirror and being like whoa holy moly there she is like that's me like actually being able to have that connection because I try practices where I might you know try and gaze in the mirror and connect in that way or Mm -hmm. been trying to find connection with self-pleasure more but The missing piece was that dance and seeing myself in that sensual movement and expression of me. And I was just like, wow, I'm
0: back. (laughs) I'm home. And that must be what you witness all the time with the women that you work with. Like I know reading um, the notes when I was looking at the questions and stuff that we were talking about and one of the things that you're like, there's like a moment with people when they kind of like almost like their guard goes down and it's like oh okay I'm I'm home almost like talk to me about that because I the work that you do is so incredible like the photographs themselves are stunning but I feel like those are like five percent of what you actually do like I feel like the work that you actually do is having holding space for women to feel vulnerable and seen um sensual like that's 95% of it. The photos are truly beautiful and they are the icing on the cake to like really mm-hmm. mark that experience. And I just, I can't imagine how powerful that must feel to be in that and to be able to hold women like that for a shoot. Like how, how does that feel? <laughs>
1: it's, um, it's very true what you say about like the 95% of it is actually the space holding and the 5% is the photography.
0: Mm -hmm. Like
1: I, you know, they, you receive photos at the end of it, but what you actually like receive to the core of you and like how much energy it gives you Mm -hmm. is so much more than photos and what you receive in a photo shoot. And that like, when you see that veil just lift off, it's insane. Like I it's insane shoulders drop chest comes open like you can see that they are proud of them and that whatever journey it's taken whether it's been a you know an like easy and simple and flowy journey to get to the photo shoot into the space that we're in or whether it's been anxiety riddling and shame Mm -hmm. and fear and guilt and that that's all present as soon as you see that moment and it happens with everyone, there's always a moment, whether it's five minutes in or an hour and a half in, where Mm. you see that and there's this like connection between the the two of us that are like, oh, we're on, we are so on. And like the photos that happened after that, you can tell, like you can pick the photos apart from before and after that experience of like, I'm here. I'm proud of me. I'm letting myself be seen. Even if that means that I feel discomfort or shame or guilt, I'm still Mm. being here and I'm still letting myself experience this because I know I deserve it.
0: And that is such a powerful thing.
1: Yeah. And that's just so cool. It's so cool. And I love, yeah, it brings me so much healing to my own experience as well. At the same time, like I never would have thought that I would have gotten into this work. Um, And once I did, I didn't realize just the extent of how much I was going to heal my own body image Mm. issues and pain and trauma from being in the space with other women and being able to relate to what they're going through. Like
0: it just... I heard this thing in a (laughs) podcast the other week and it was like you create what you needed Mm -hmm. and that resonated so much with me because like I love talking about sex and just normalizing it and I see a lot of it when I'm talking to people now about um, what I do and immediately it's like oh like a recoil of like oh my goodness Mm. like so incredibly triggered by the fact that I'm talking about sex and I think that's you know, it's twofold really, because people are offended by sex or triggered by it. And it's like, but why? Like, this is like a gateway to unlock so many parts of yourself, so many different um, levels and depths to your romantic relationships. It's how you communicate. And in, in a similar way, like the mechanics are like 5%. 95% is how you see yourself and how you show up in your relationship and how you communicate what you need and how you hold space for somebody else to, to have what they need. And I think that was it. Like I would have these conversations with people because I have a rock solid marriage. Like we do all this, um, like growing and exploring together and other people would be really like, Oh, really? Like you talk about that. or Oh, you just say that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like what? What, what, what do you guys talk about? You know, like, what do you talk about in your relationship? And I think that was just one of the things that really like encouraged, like kind of like forces you there because it's like, I'm really good at this and I'm really comfortable doing this. Isn't this what everyone should be doing? Like when you see people start to like open up and feel comfortable in what they're talking about, it's like, oh, I get it now. Like it just has a whole different depth to it, which I think is why then, Um, to just add another piece of the puzzle is to like business coach relationship and intimacy coaches, because it's like, you get so in that giving, um, in that giving phase that you like sometimes get an autopilot about giving that you don't give back to yourself as much. And I think that's one of those beautiful things that you just said about how it's like, well, it really worked with like my body image as well. Like, tell, tell me, what do you think, like, What do you think has been the biggest part of that? Like your journey with like body acceptance and self-love, like how does that feel? Um,
1: It changes. I mean, it changes every single day. Some days I'm madly in love with who I am and how my body feels, how my body presents. And other days it feels uncomfortable and icky. And I think the biggest lesson in learning to love myself is loving myself when I don't love myself. Mm. knowing that, hey, if I don't feel like I did yesterday when I was ecstatic and euphoric about how I felt, that's also okay. It's also okay to have bad image days or to maybe go down unhealthy like habits from the past, knowing that you're self-aware of that, knowing hey, yeah. this is this is what's happening right now. But, hey, I'm going to love myself through it and just accept that this is what's happening today and tomorrow is a different day, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. it's been like a huge, huge teaching for me with my, I guess, the work that I'm doing with women, but then also the work that I'm doing with myself. And I had a really hard birthday this year. Um,
0: I do got you buried... remember this post. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> a very if anyone challenging... who hasn't seen the post, talk us through it. <laughs> um so I'll
1: start with I guess my relationship to birthdays because I think that context helps um so I've always been really anxious about my birthdays comes down to a lot of I guess fear of not being loved of abandonment of not receiving what I give to others um and even though I try my hardest to not have expectations those expectations still live um and I think it's quite organic for them to live um and so this birthday that passed in June I knew what was going to come up I was very aware of what was going to come up and it hit me like a ton of bricks It just, I sobbed for the first six hours of the day. Like I haven't sobbed for Mm. a really long time. I was on my period and I experienced bad PMDD and just was deep in the dumps. I felt so unloved. Nobody at work remembered it was my birthday, but I went into work because I knew that that would be the place where people would remember Um, and so there was just all of these things that I was just, my little self was just trying so hard to, to just feel loved. Yeah. Anyways, I went and bought myself sushi and went home and I just, I, I remember what it feels like. So on some of my hardest days where I pick up my camera and I photograph myself, I do that to remember those bad days. I think that often we you we, we might recognize the bad days, but we don't document it necessarily. And yeah. so for me, I'm trying to document my body, my emotions on hard days. And I decided that I would just get into my undies and go sit in front of the mirror and free bleed and just feel heavy. I like just feel, yeah. feel heavy and feel like how I felt. I didn't feel light and beautiful and sexy and empowered I felt heavy and yeah. I wanted to be able to document that and through that sort of I guess normalizing the emotions that I felt through those images I was able to shift that throughout the time I was taking the photos and I ended up like taking these really like cute photos of me eating sushi and I was like oh my god this is fantastic and so it's just like for me when I'm going through these, like, portraits of myself, it's for nothing but documentation. It's nothing but documenting how I feel so I can remember. Hey, remember that time? Like, that sucked. But, like, look Mm -hmm. at you. You were still showing up for yourself in some way, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that's in what seems like a positive way or maybe a negative way at the time. You were still trying to do something for you. And that was just... That was so cool to then be able to like go back and look at those images. And then I also realized it was such a powerful, it felt like such a powerful photo because of that depth of the emotion behind it and bleeding. And also the, I guess the stigma around women bleeding and sharing it online and, it just felt so empowering for me
0: around Um, so many of those things yeah birthdays you should be just feeling happy and free and celebrated and loved and Mm -hmm. and women right like there's no real depth of emotion other than happiness and excitement and joy and elation like how Mm. like if you have a frown it's like smile it's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't, I maybe don't feel like that today. Or, mm. you know, it's kind of like a challenge about why aren't you happy? Like smile, mm-hmm. babe. It's like, yeah, you know, chin-up buttercup, all of those, like those sorts of things. And it's like you can you can actually be okay in what it is that you're feeling. We don't have to speed through these things to get to like Mm -hmm. those, you know, those positive emotions because by doing that, we're doing such a disservice to ourselves Mm -hmm. because like everything, there is lightness and dark. And when we completely like suppress those darker sides or those, um, you know, negative emotions, they've, they've got to go somewhere. So whether or not then they manifest in our bodies or Mm -hmm. they kind of show up and like, just stay somewhere until you have the same sort of template come up. It's like, we're not helping ourselves by doing that. So I think that's why, like, I just remember that post so clearly because like, it was, it was really lovely and it really, it nailed exactly. it. it wasn't just like a, it wasn't an I'm upset. I better capture this for Instagram. It wasn't that at all. Like it had so much depth to what you were saying, and it was so genuine and so sincere. And it was just like so multifaceted. I'm like, this is what women like gravitate to, and like, this is what mm-hmm. we love to see and hear about it. It's like, oh my god, everyone's just so normal, everyone's just riding the waves. Nobody's like an Instagram highlight reel all the time. Like, everyone has like shit days, and oh my god, mm-hmm. on her birthday of all days, like, of course, like it's like a pinnacle of emotion in that mm-hmm. day an expectation that yeah. like you say.
1: Mm, Yeah, and I almost, (laughs) it was a part of me that when I realized, hey, maybe birthdays are for grieving as well, I I was like, wow, that could be a celebration in itself. And I, yeah, I was in darkness when I said that, but I still feel like there's quite a bit of truth in that at the same time, you know, it's, yes, it's the beginning of a new year, but it's also the end of another year that's gone. And yeah. that can also be a grieving process. And so maybe there needs to just be this like this remembrance that it is okay to grieve what's what's gone and what's past yeah. and, the you know, the feelings that are associated with that. Like, oh, hey, I didn't do those things that I said I wanted to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That actually really hurts me, you know, and that shows me what I want to try and work on in the year to come but that doesn't minimize the grief that I feel about it. Yeah. And so it was actually really cool to have that moment of like, okay, maybe my birthdays are going to be this balance between grief and celebration. And that's really beautiful.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I like that. And I think, I think with it, like when you, like it is both because It's like, I mean, you can have however many Mondays and Tuesdays and whatever, but it's like you have a birthday once a year. Like it's a very particular point in time. It's like, you know, you get it and it comes in this point of time and it's, you get one every year and it's a very clear measure of where you're at or where you thought you'd be at or what you're feeling right now. And I think that's different. Like you can be like, I felt like this this Monday and next Monday I'll feel like that because like they come so much more frequently. But with a birthday, it's like, no, it's like, it comes once a year, like it's a very, you know, it's a precious little marker and it, and it can be both. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it struck with me so much because sometimes like with my birthday, I try to wrap a birthday for a month and I'm like, it's my birthday month, like blah, blah, blah. And I'll, <laughs> I'll like try to make, try to make it last for as long as possible. But I know on some occasions they have been really lonely and have been really quiet and really nothing like what you see on Instagram with cakes and balloons and like fucking margaritas. Like, been <laughs> really quiet, you know? And I think that's it. Like not a lot of people are sharing that from a place of like genuine, this is what I was feeling on this day, unless they think it's going to get like engagement or something like that. So mm-hmm. I think like, that's the power and like a really honest, true message. It's like, well, this is what I was feeling. Like This is genuinely where I was at. And this mm-hmm. is like an unsexy as fuck emotion, but mm-hmm. I'm feeling it anyway. And I'm going to ride Absolutely. the whole course of it to however, to wherever it needs to go, because I, I deserve that. Even yeah. if it is like sadness or loneliness or longing or whatever it might be, like uh-huh. it's just as valid. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's crazy
1: too because those photos, when I took them, I didn't feel sexy. But I look back at those photos and I'm like, wow, I'm hot. I'm yes. so sexy. And that's the thing about photos, right? One day you think that they're the most beautiful thing ever Next day, you might look at that photo and you might be like, oh, That's me, like, that's horrible. Okay, <laughs> like, yes. and you might be really mean to yourself. Mm-hmm. 10 years' time, that photo that you despised of that's that could become your favorite photo because of all of that grief that was associated, all mm-hmm. of that discomfort in viewing it. That maybe in 10 years' time, you start to view that image and you're like, Yeah, wow. How far have I come to be able to see this image that I could barely
0: look at? And I'm looking at it like it's a piece of art. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And I think that's what I see a lot with, with your work. Like It's just, it's such a really nice representation of like people and where they're at. It's not just a physical capture of something. Like what sorts of, so you photograph women What sorts of women, like, what are women looking for when they come to you? Like, what is it that you think women are like, oh, I really want to achieve this with so far? Like, this is why I want to do these photographs. Like, is it something like an anniversary present for somebody? Or is it just like a from me to me sort of present? Or is it just like, I really want to capture this moment in time? Or, you know, I want to connect with my body. Like, what do you think it is for women that appeals to them so much? It's
1: a combination of a lot of things. I think that there's, in my head, I think that there was a lot of women that, you know, boudoir is typically, I guess, common for women that are getting married and those images will be given on to their partners. And so I think when I started the boudoir, what I had in mind was that a lot of people that were in long-term relationships or getting married or taking that next step are going to be reaching out to me and there's been a handful but there's actually more women that are going through breakups and heartache that are coming to me and getting these experiences done and then there's also just heaps of women that just select hey I want this for me And I Mm -hmm. want to document where I am at the moment in my life. And that's beautiful. But yeah, I've noticed a lot of women are going through heartache and they've kind of lost or not even lost, but just are missing pieces of themselves from that relationship. And they're wanting to find a way to be able to connect back with that. And the work that I'm doing is a really beautiful answer for a lot of the I guess, complications that come up with sensuality and confidence Mm -hmm. and you're feeling sexy and beautiful and hot and turned on in your body. Like to actually feel turned on by you is like, it's so cool. But so many women don't feel that and that so many women are ashamed to be turned on by themselves Mm -hmm. or ashamed to be vain, ashamed to admit that, hey, I want to do this for me because why not like and it is such a beautiful thing vanity I think like when I was younger it was maybe there's a shift in society but to be vain was quite a negative yeah just like energy attached whereas now being vain being selfish being in love with yourself is powerful
0: yeah
1: and it's just it's completely agree Yeah. And so the last photo shoot I did, she was going through a divorce. And her reason was I just, I wanted to be vain. I just wanted to do it for me, to not have a reason to do it just because I want to. Yeah. And like, you know, so often we try and like think of all the reasons why I should do this. You know, what benefits would it give me? But sometimes there's just a yes in your body and you just got to listen to it, right? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And
0: I think those are the yeses that you trust so mm-hmm. deeply and that leads you in like the correct direction for you. Like yeah. I even see that with um, like with decisions that people make, like with when they engage in like sex coaching in some way, and we are going through stuff. They're like, oh, all my friends thought I was nuts for doing this. And so it's like, yep, that's usually like a flag that somebody else has work to do there. But like it takes such courage to be like, I'm going against the grain of what everyone else is saying that I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Um, because I want this for me, because I want to yeah. be able to connect better with myself or my partner or just not hate my body or not hate my life or hate myself like. It seems insane that we need permission to not okay. hate these parts of ourselves when like we're the creators of all of this stuff anyway. Like mm-hmm. it's like you should and I think that was such a really big um movement for me in the last few months and the last you know, since leaving the police force, it's been a very much like, no, like you can be feminine and sensual and sexy, and that's just as powerful as you could ever imagine. And that's not, that's not a, like if somebody else is offended by that, that's their issue. Mm -hmm. That's actually got nothing to do with you. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the messages that I drive home so often, like other people are going to feel however they want to feel about what you're doing. It's just about you still doing what you know in your heart of hearts is right. And if that's going and having photographs taken in lingerie that make you feel fucking magnetic then you should a hundred percent go for it like like I think that's The most empowering thing ever when, like, when you are around a woman who backs herself or at least admits that that's what she's striving for, it's just like, oh, I just want to be around you. Let's chat some more. Like, you Mm -hmm. just want to be in that energy because it's not like that traditional stuff where, like, women are always pit against each other where they're like competing or it's like, oh, this is a cat fight. And it's like, no, it's not. Like, this can be a healthy conversation or, no, it's not competitive. Like stop like creating that and making this, this construct that two women can just, just compete, that they can't be doing the same thing or completely different things and still love each other dearly for Mm. it. It's like, no, women can do whatever the fuck they want and it not mean anything else, anything about another Uh woman. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's crazy because
1: My first ever women's photo shoot I did was that, like that was my biggest fear, was knowing that, hey, I shouldn't compare myself. This isn't a competition. But holy moly, I'm going to be photographing another woman that is gorgeous. Like in my eyes, she was such a muse for me. And I'm going to be there being her photographer in a very vulnerable space. And I haven't dealt with this issue, this issue, this issue, all of it's going to come up. And it all came up, but it was just so organic and so beautiful. And then we'd speak about it, you know, Hey, I was actually like, you know, I went through this and I was feeling like, you know, I was comparing the way my body looked and there was parts of like younger Sophie, that was a bit ashamed. And
0: Mm. it was
1: just, it was cool. And the thing is, is like, in my retreat spaces or my group experiences that I hold, I, I almost tell the women like, hey, you're going to experience comparison and aspects of like competitiveness and they're going to come up, you know, unless you've healed so incredibly well or you've had a really beautiful, nourishing Wound-free childhood as a woman. (laughs) You show me (laughs)
0: one person who's had that.
1: Oh my god, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's there's going it's gonna come up, it's Mm -hmm. inevitable, right? You're in a vulnerable space with women, being vulnerable with each other. We all have our own wounds and hardships that we've gone through. You're gonna compare, you're gonna put somebody else on a pedestal, it's gonna happen, but knowing, hey. This is okay. It's all right. I still love myself. Oh, this is what's happening in my mind. Okay. Close down my eyes. How can I come back to me? Oh, beautiful. My body feels good again. Open up. Amazing. Or have a conversation, you know, especially in my one-on-one sessions with women. I'm like, if I feel a block, if I feel like something's going on, camera's down. Like when we're not moving any further with any photography, it's always connection and trust before any photos are taken and if that doesn't exist then there's no photos you know I'm I, not going to understand those boundaries for this.
0: <laughs> like I've done a couple of photo shoots like business like branding business photo shoots and I love that you're like no no like we connect first like we connect first and then the camera happens and I'm just like ah, oh, like this is why when we do a photo shoot, I'm, like, already excited. Like, I tell my husband, I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm, like, it's going to happen. I'm, like, just do, wait. such so a him, I was like, do you want to get in on this too? Like, maybe we could do a couples. I'm, like, maybe so. Of interested course you can. <laughs> of course you can. I'm, like, maybe she'd stretch it. I'm, like, she's women only. She's pretty exclusive. Like, I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> no, I'm definitely,
1: I definitely love photographing couples connections. Um, I'm just, just very, like, specific with who I'll document. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I am, I am there. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, and I think, so like we had a photographer for my wedding and she was awesome. Like we met her beforehand. She like really got to know us and like what we were looking for and what I said to her, I'm like, everything for me is about the feeling and like what we want for our wedding. Like that's it. So she gave me a really good experience with a photographer. And then like having done a couple of these branding photos and I'm like, this is what I'm trying to portray like me as a person, as like a woman, it's like this. And like, it's less about the outfits and more about like the energy that I bring and what I want to attract with it. And I just had two completely different brand experiences. Like, sure, the photographs are lovely, but I'm like, "Mm," it still doesn't quite nail like that human connection piece that I think is my entire business, Mm -hmm. which is why if I'm getting a disconnect, I'm like, I'm not going to, it's just not going to come across exactly as organically as I want, which I think is so like, I look at your photos and I'm like, this is like, these look like more like a collection of moments. These don't like to look at your page. It's like, this is not just like still photographs. This is like emotion and like actual moments and like healing and transitions with people. Like it captures all of those things, which is why I think when you're a true artist in what you're doing and you really know your craft, which is connecting with people, it comes across so... Genuine. I mean, people have their clothes off, which I mean, it can be so vulnerable to do that. So, like, this is just to you. Like, you must have an incredible ability to like hold and see people and women to be like, yeah, babe, you are feeling yourself, and you have like this. You know what I mean? Like, that's that is a true skill. That is so lovely, especially with women because it's so. It just like it, it like. It can heal such deep wounds, like sister wounds or mother wounds. When it's like this woman is like holding me, like she is like capturing me in my sexiest. This is nothing about her. She's just doing this for me. So I can feel like a sexy, like a goddess and a queen, and all of these really like beautifully sensual women, like that's that's you like that's your craft it's like I'm just gonna hold space for these sexy women and (laughs) if I feel something I'll move through it it's like it's so nice to like I think that's why I like to come across other women who do that is like just reaffirms things to yourself like policing is very much like you have to sort of dehumanize yourself to a point point. Because you have to do jobs that you're just like, holy shit, like I'm looking at like the rawest of life right now. So you do have to like desensitize yourself to things. And I think now coming, if feels like I come back into like the other side of life now and now to be like, no, like I can trust people and I can have these really beautiful, genuine, loving, like relationships with women in particular mm-hmm. and we can create things that are like incredible, purely based on energetics and feelings and trust and vulnerability, which is everything that I was like deconditioned to feel. So it's like, oh, this is, it just, it feels like ease and like flow, which I think is so, so nice to like meet and tap into like a different network of women and just be like, oh no, no, no. Like there are more of us out there. Like women don't just want to inherently cut each other down. Like, we Mm. don't want that. It's so nice to come across and be like, I fucking love what you do. Like, damn, girl, and just appreciate it. (laughs) A hundred percent. what it is.
1: Yeah, and be everybody's biggest hype girl. And like, that's, it just, it feels so cool to see another woman owning being a woman You're not like getting anything out of it, but at the same time, you're receiving so much because you're realizing, hey, I can just appreciate you for what you're going through, knowing that I know what that feels like. I know exactly what you're going through and I'm just going to hold you and let you let you do your thing because you deserve, but you also don't get that opportunity like yeah. these opportunities should be more and merry there should be an abundance of these opportunities that we can just access and I think it's starting to become that way but there's just like letting somebody have that light letting somebody yes. be in that spotlight and for that yeah. person to be like wow this person's letting me be in the spotlight they're not trying to like Come jump in the spotlight with me and like be, yeah. you know, it's yeah, just, yeah, it's cool. It's a completely different it's, energy, isn't it? It's a completely different energy, completely different energy. And it's like one of the things that I do in my photo shoots is if like I wear, I guess I wear things that make me feel sensual too. So mm-hmm. we'll all wear lingerie together and it's this, it's not this like photographer and photography it's like, hey, we're two women. We're feeling sexy. We're wearing our lingerie. Let's yeah. do this. Like let's raise up together and I'll be there holding you through it. And you'll be there being seen and celebrated. And like, let's just be there together. Let's just celebrate yeah. what we can do together.
0: Which is the nicest thing ever. Tell me about some of your, like the most interesting <clears throat> shoots that you have been like, oh my God, this one just sticks with me. Like for whatever reason, like whether or not it was like the location or what you created or some of the shots that you were just like, oh my gosh, I wasn't expecting this. Like, is there something that stands out that you're just like, oh my God, this is like locked into my brain as like, wow, incredible moment.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's a lot, but there's two that really, really stick with me and they're Ones that have, have been that same thing of connection and trust before photography. And they both happened at my retreats that I hold. So the first one was with this beautiful girl called Mon. Um, and it was the first retreat I'd held. And it was just everything about it was this newness and softness and just exciting energy. It was four of us women and we had all connected really, really beautifully. And it was on the second day and we we're all just sitting in the lounge room. And I was like, who wants to get some self-love portraits done? Like, let's like, let's get some really beautiful soft portraits. It was raining outside. We had these gorgeous lilies. We we're all just doing our thing in the lounge room, reading. One of the women was like watercolors. It was just that like definition of perfect rainy evening with best friends. Um and so I got my camera out and I was photographing different women. I'm like, oh, do you want to like come get photos? Like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm just going to keep reading. And it got to the point where Mon was coming to get photographed. And I think I might have taken like two photographs and she just broke down, completely just broke down, like sobbing, breaking down.
0: Wow.
1: And it was just like, okay, camera. Put down holding just this it was like this vortex of just both like just topless there holding each other feeling it I was feeling it she was feeling it and it just turned into this like oh it's so hard to explain it's so hard to explain but like all of the women gathered and Three of us were holding her, no, two of us were holding her and there was one of the other women there that was doing photos and she was documenting this, like, unraveling. I mean, ended up getting to the point of her being documented in her emotion and her, like, guiding her to, like, open up and let herself cry and be seen. And just the whole space of all of us there, just, like, everything dropped, like, This is where we all needed to be. We all needed to be with Mon and hearing her and loving her and just embracing her. And after after that whole experience, she went and like did processing and journaling and all of that. And we came back to do the boudoir that night. And it was that veil, right? Like that veil that gets lifted. And when Mon came in to step in to do the boudoir, it was just like a the proudest moment of being like wow she's doing it like she worked through all of that hard stuff that she was expressing to us all of that grief and shame and disconnect to then get to being here in the bathroom with us getting really steamy and being in her own energy she wasn't heightened she wasn't like dancing and moving she was just there soft and graceful and present and she do soft movements and soft like everything was soft yeah and you know like it just it was a moment where it's like oh wow you can show up however you want to show up yeah and the women that are around you in this space will always accept you for how you're going to show up and they'll always be able to adapt and be able to nurture how you need it yeah like it's just It's so beautiful and it's so raw and you can never like expect when it's going to happen or what you're going to say or how you're going to hold that, but you just do. It's just this like feminine, like intuitive nature to just be able to say the words Mm -hmm. or feel the emotions or know what's what's going to come and just being able to just sit with
0: that and be okay with that. And to like witness and just honor where somebody else is at, like without trying to like rush them through it or make it about you. Like mm-hmm. that is, that is the nicest thing to be able, like the nicest gift to be able to give somebody like, you don't have to rush through this. Like I might be uncomfortable, but we're not going to rush through it. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. that's so lovely. Like what a gift. Such a gift.
1: And so there's there's many moments like that throughout the experiences I've been doing with women. Um, There's another one on my retreat with um, (laughs) a gorgeous woman and she went off to eye gaze with herself before we all came back together to do a group photo shoot. And we are all individually in our own spots doing it. And I took a photo of her gazing with herself in the mirror and not knowing the emotions that were there mm. I couldn't feel the emotions or knew that she was in a really hard place and so I went in there and realized like whoa she's going through something really really hard and I just camera down stood there with her in the mirror asked if I could stand with her and we just sta- stood there holding hands looking at ourselves in the mirror just both crying just like we got this like it's it's mm. okay like it's beautiful to be able to do this together yeah and it was that same thing of like wow you go through that really like hard deep emotional state and then 6 hours later you see this transition you see this processing that happens and you're like wow you're the same human mm. such different energies to what you've been through and you're doing it so what seems like so effortlessly yeah of just being a woman yeah it's um yeah it's the depth is insane and it's something that I just I don't think I'll ever be able to express that to what it's worth and to Mm -hmm. the the weight of that and to the power of that like I just I don't think I'll ever be able to explain it to people without them doing the session with me and without allowing themselves to go through that with me and it's yeah it's really um it's really unique yeah it Definitely,
0: it's unique tell me about the different offerings that you have so the ways that people can work with you
1: so at the moment um my main offering is the inner devil and so that's my Bittuoli experience and that's all about dancing with your devil dancing with your darkness allowing that to be seen and be spicy and turned on by yourself and be in that spotlight and so that's a three-hour experience um and it includes your own gifted lingerie set you get um a bouquet of flowers delivered to your door on arrival we do the experience which is guided through meditation embodiment that whole Mm -hmm. journey of connection with us Um, and then at the end I leave it up to the woman to either write herself a love letter or write her lover a
0: love letter. Oh, um, beautiful. And that's on,
1: yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, and it's on like rose-pressed floral paper. Um, and whilst they're writing that letter, I'm there editing away, um, getting some photos to print out on Polaroids from their photo shoot and then oh, they them out cool. we select yeah we select the images print them out and then we wax seal it into like a gorgeous letter for the woman um so that is my boudoir it's mm-hmm. super cool it's just rich and loaded and spicy and dark and luxurious and yeah. then I have my Soul Seeker self-love sessions, which are sunrise, sunset, or studio sessions. And they're a two-hour experience. So they're more of like a softer, lighter, intuitive kind of flow, working with nature or just working with your body to just be there. Yeah. And so it's a much lighter experience. Um And it's it's how I started my work. And I disconnected from these experiences whilst I was bringing up this boudoir. Um, And I think that kind of came down to me not being connected to my soft feminine anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I've brought them back now. um, And so they're a two-hour experience and they're gorgeous. They're a really beautiful introduction to being photographed, being seen and doing something for yourself. Um, And then I have my retreats as well. So I don't have dates for my next one, but it's most likely going to be in October and they are called the Wholesome Women's Weekend and they're a three or four day retreat. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is a, a balance of the work I do with photography and with women. And then also that adventurous side that Live so deeply in me. So I'm trying to merge the two now to create like a really balanced, wholesome adult slumber party, basically. Yeah.
0: Something yes. for women.
1: Something for women. And also something that's like there's a lot of retreats out there, which is beautiful and amazing. But my experience with retreats is that I've never found like there was enough time for me to just be me and to be able to have. Mm maybe four hours to just read a book or be able to you know have options as to what I want to do whether I want to join in or hey I actually might want to cook dinner with you tonight or yeah like actually have that um more of like a simplistic approach to hanging out with a group of women yeah and so that's kind of what my weekend's about is losing that like um busy structured schedule and still having that structure but just having space for you to be yourself yeah
0: in between all of that which is perfect
1: yeah so to rehash three options three offerings boudoir the soul seeker and my retreats and then there's other ways I work with women um I've got a few other things that are in the pipeline at the moment, which I haven't announced, um, that's going to be merging boudoir and business, um, which is something I'm really excited for. And then I also have branding
0: as well, but,
1: um, yeah.
0: And everything is on your website and Instagram.
1: Yeah. Everything's on my website and Instagram. Um, yeah. And I mainly use Instagram. Um, but yeah. I want to eventually be able to move away from Instagram and be mm-hmm. able to create everything through my website um, just so I can kind of reclaim time from myself and my energy. But, yeah, at the moment, everything is
0: on Instagram. Perfect. Love it. Well, look, I I love chatting to you. So I'm super, super grateful that you made the time. And I will encourage everyone and anyone who's looking at reclaiming part of themselves or just unlocking parts of themselves to capture the moments in a photo shoot with you because I know that it will be incredible and I am so excited for when we get to do one together like it's going to be this year sometime I can feel it and it's going to be so so wonderful so I look forward to that but I just yeah I want to thank you for making the time this is brilliant it's been so lovely it's it's worked out perfectly
1: with the dance class and then having this conversation it's just yeah it's that spark it, it keeps burning keeps burning and so it's been really beautiful to be able to have this conversation with you and have this time to be able to yeah just share
0: and converse woman yeah. to woman ah my absolute pleasure <laughs>